A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Okay, welcome back to Swiftish. I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. We have so much to cover this time. We have so much to cover. So originally, we recorded on the 12th, right before Friday the 13th. I know. So we missed the big Friday the, big the 13th reveal, reveal of Secret Session. So we missed so much, but now we have so much to dish on. I know, it's so fun when Taylor does something new and we can talk about yeah. it. You know, if anyone tuned into our live session we did on the 12th, Someone asked us if she was going to do a secret session. <laughs> yeah. And we were both like... We don't have to go into this. We're, we were both like, we don't know. We don't know. But now yeah. we know. Yeah. Now she did it. know. She's, she she's doing them, like, bigger and better than before. Yes. Like, literally bigger. A hundred yeah. fans are invited. That's crazy. Like, I, I can't imagine having a hundred people in a house ever, let alone crazy crying fans. No, I know. So, well, right before, on the 12th, mm-hmm. she was live streaming with somebody. Yeah. And someone was like... Are you doing anything for tomorrow? She yeah. was like, "Oh, well, you know, thirteen is my lucky number." Yeah. <laughs> and so I thought we were gonna get a new song. Oh, but a hundred fans got yeah. something so much better. I know they got to sit there and listen to the whole album, the whole album with Taylor, and she kind of like gave them like play by play. I know that's the part of the secret session that I love is that they just. It's not just hearing the album. It's not just meeting Taylor Swift. It's they get to sit there and hear her talk about her creative process and the inspirations and how certain things happened and what's the story behind each song. And it's just like, oh, jealousy. Jealousy. <laughs> and everyone on Twitter was like, I'm so excited for you guys. Yeah. And part of me was like, yes, obviously. I'm excited for you, yeah. obviously, but I'm also really jealous. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not especially mad. when the photos came out. Oh, those photos were, there was one photo where she's back to back with a girl and their yeah. hands are draped down. So That's the best cute. photo. I know. I like the sorority squat one. Yes. That was so cute. Oh, I love And her that outfit one. from the London one was just so beautiful. Both of her outfits have been following the Reputation album artwork thing. Yeah. With like the holes and the patches and the high boots. Yes. Let's talk about her boots in the London session. <laughs> the snake up the leg. I know. Oh my God. I love it because all these like hater blogs like Jezebel posted articles like yeah Taylor we get it like stop trying so hard with the snakes and it's just funny because it seems like such a petulant response they're like dang it she took the snake thing from us now we can't call her a snake and now I wish she just would stop talking about it and it's like oh but she's wearing like thousand dollar Gucci boots like so (laughs) hundred dollar oh yeah If only. One thing that I was kind of laughing at was that everyone on Twitter, they were a little upset that Taylor wasn't giving them any love. Yeah. But she had mentioned to a lot of people at the London Secret Session that she has been stalking them on Twitter for over a year. And I was like, okay, people, calm down. She's had your <laughs> name she has eyes everywhere. on a list. Yeah. <laughs> and it's underlined in yeah. red. Like, she is lurking on it's Twitter. It's so scary. It really is. And I have so much regret about how I spent my last year because Let's if not talk I had just it. been more active, I could have been in one of those houses. Let's not talk about <laughs> it because my dog, Pavu, has had a lot a lot of social media. I know. We really should have buckled down. Stepped I should up have been game. on Tumblr more. You know, everyone was like, oh, everyone's going to leave Tumblr now that Taylor's not active. And I was like, yep, see you later. Oh, no. 
<laughs> why so she did the london session on friday the 13th which was yes. awesome and then just i think it was this past week yeah. she did two road island two in sessions. a row like bop, back bop, to like yeah back. she it was like hours and hours of spending time with fans talking about her albums meeting them one by one taking photos interacting with everyone and then she did it again the next night while simultaneously releasing yes. a new single. You know, those people were leaving their, the house. You know, everyone was going about gorgeous. Those secret sessioners were like, <laughs> that's wrong, that's wrong, that's yeah. wrong. That may be right. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it was definitely something that, like, she's she's done this in the past. She's yeah. had secret sessions in the past. Some people thought she wouldn't have done them again because the old <clears throat> Taylor's dead. Yeah. <laughs> But not, you know, when Taylor resurrected, a piece of her still yeah. stuck there. So she did them in 1989, and LA Times, they said that one of the brilliant aspects of Taylor Swift's rise to pop stardom is the way she managed to convince millions of fans, the majority of whom are women her age or younger, that she's one of them. Yeah. We all think we could be best friends oh, with Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Like, any fan thinks that if they just got the chance, like, Taylor Swift would want to hang out with oh, yeah. them. <laughs> there are fans who think that Taylor Swift is their best friend, even yeah. though they haven't met. <laughs> I may be one of those. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have secret conversations. She's just so relatable. She's so relatable. Yeah, she she's is. Just, she's just like us, I know. you know? <sighs> so I, I honestly wasn't online a lot during the 1989 sessions. Mm-hmm. I, like, was there any drama online about the 1989 yeah, sessions? Yeah, so I think the problem with everyone thinking Taylor is best friend material is that once someone meets her or doesn't meet her, there's instantly, like, a lot more drama because Taylor makes it so, you know, likely that you could meet her. Like, it's not unfathomable to think that Taylor Swift might show up at your house. She might invite you over to make Valentine's cookies. She might have you over to listen to her secret album. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people have the hope and the dream that they'll meet Taylor, like, in a much more real way than maybe other fandoms do because there's just not that same possibility. And so when the 1989 secret sessions happened, I was I was on Tumblr, and I was pretty active, and there was a lot of drama. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, exclusivity between either the secret sessioners or resentment by those who weren't or jealousy on both sides and people feeling like Taylor was playing favorites. So... It's all come full circle again, I think. And it feels a little different this time, I would say, with 1989, since it was new. Like, there's a lot more cattiness around it. Whereas here, I think people realize that the best way to be noticed by Taylor is to play it nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) People are on their best behavior this time. For 1989, she invited them over during the daytime. Mm-hmm. And they liked pizza, and she kind of explained the... just It, it was kind of the same format yeah. of the reputation, except for they did it during the day, and right now they're doing reputation at night, which she, true. she has explained that 1989 was more of like an afternoon delight. No. <laughs> <laughs> she... <laughs> So she she did explain that like the 1989 album is more of an like, afternoon album, something yeah. you can jam out like during lunch. Yeah, but the, the Reputation album is more of a nighttime yeah, album. It's so sexy. It's so sexy. <laughs> She's revealed like those three singles, and it's like yes, you can yeah. get up in the club. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so funny because when someone was asking her about her 1989 session, she like when she first went into pop, she was saying that people were worried that it was going to be like an album that sounded so alien to them. Yeah. She had said that, like, they thought that it was going to be, like, a dance, dance in the club, club. Yeah. You know, dropping the beat. 
Yeah. It wasn't, but now it's so interesting that reputation's kind yeah. of taking on that that form and that yeah. dance dance in the club. I know. It's been interesting to see the songs she's releasing because I feel like I have no idea what to expect on I don't. this album. All of the songs sound very different from each other, you know? They're all just sort of all over the place, and I'm curious to see how they come together because I have no doubt that she has a cohesive oh, album. No, uh, absolutely, she's going to have a cohesive album. Yeah. I feel like every single one of her albums tell a story. I know. So it's been so interesting to watch this promotional period. She's surprising us. I honestly did not think she'd do the Secret Sessions again, but no. she came out and she's done them harder. And she's being more explicit in her discussions with the Secret Sessioners, it seems, because... In 1989, people would, like, come out from the secret sessions and, like, they wouldn't spill secrets, per se. They never talked about titles or anything, but there was, like, a lot more of, like, oh, Taylor said this to me and Taylor was like this, and now it's, like, they're on lockdown, you mm-hmm. know? They're, like, these are state secrets. We're never going to tell them to anyone. CIA. Yeah. Like, they're worried that CIA is going <laughs> to yeah. come after them. And so I think Taylor has a very specific purpose, which we've sort of talked about, is that the fans will be guiding the promotion Guiding the time. discussion. So I yeah. think she has, she's given these ones, like, very specific instructions about what not to say and, and what they can what say. What to say. Yeah. And, like, even in some posts, people are like, Taylor said this is okay. Yeah. So yeah. I am saying this. <laughs> but were you ready for her tease for Gorgeous on the 19th? I was a little, like, I was surprised. I got the notification that Taylor posted, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting a new song. Yes. Like, that's immediately what I thought. Exactly. I was very, very, very excited because it sounded different and I was, it was a ready baby for of it. course it yeah. sounded different <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so it definitely was something that kind of threw everyone into detective mode yeah because ready for it was in orange and mm-hmm. there was a one character yeah on her 15 taylor on the 15 taylors the first taylor was all in orange and that was yeah. absolutely ready for it and so I kind of went into like a like, okay, what tailors are wearing pink? <laughs> and then you looked on iTunes and you saw track number eight. Yeah. You saw how, like, you knew you that knew was going to be coming. the one that was released. Yeah. And it's kind of throwing everyone's theories <laughs> up in the air. Yeah. Because the way I'm reading it is that the tailors are coming from the right to the left. Right. And the last tailor, 15, will be the, the plane. Row, yeah. But if you're going from the right to the left, the eighth tailor is the VMA tailor. Okay. So there are a lot of people thinking that the VMA tailor is track number eight. Right. But Met Gala is wearing <laughs> pink. Yeah. And so if we're sticking with this theory because we have no idea, that means that look what you made me do would be right. the tailor on the plane. Who's not wearing black. I mean, this theory was always a little bit of a stretch to me, but that part doesn't make sense. Like, I don't think Look What You Made Me Do would be the quote-unquote real Taylor, you know? Yeah, definitely not. But there's some, like, substance behind why it could be the VMA and why it could Mm -hmm. be the Met Gala. For the VMA reference, even though she's not wearing pink, let's get into a little Kanye discussion, (laughs) shall we? He comes up. We're not done with Kanye. Yeah. We're not done. So it's a little strange that Kanye, in 2010, when he really released My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy also has a song entitled Gorgeous. Oh! I didn't know that. I was Googling <laughs> I was Googling lyrics for Gorgeous and Kanye yeah. Gorgeous popped up and I was like huh. What's his song about? To be honest I should have looked at it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very interesting that like Taylor kind of coincidentally sings in Gorgeous about her beautiful dark and twisted fantasy about bringing this gorgeous man home to mm. her cats. I don't, it's not a jab at Kanye, but that's the tie for that. Right. And for the Met Gala, 
Um, some people are thinking that maybe you start from the left to the right, which I just think that's... If, if, that, if this is a theory, I think this one is weird. Right. Because I, there's no rhyme or reason. You just don't know. You're just making these You're just making these, these things up. And the only thing that I'm thinking that could possibly happen, because she wore that dress in 2015, she had, was barely, I think, dating Calvin. So that would have been, yeah. that would have been like, you know, the honeymoon phase of the relationship. Right. But in 2016, she hosted. She wasn't yeah. wearing the gown, but she was no, wearing the rocker outfit. Not. Yeah, <laughs> but Joe was there. I know. I saw old pictures. When you look like baby a baby Joe. with no hair. Maybe that's the point of the baby voice. <laughs> yes, you guys, you heard it here first. So you know, and a lot of people. I posted this on Twitter and Instagram. A lot of people are like. Um, but she was with Tom, and she was dating Calvin at the time. Like, I'm like, sorry, did you not listen to Gorgeous? Like, she yeah. was too scared to talk to him. Yes, and Hello. she could have just looked at him, yeah. you know, <laughs> and maybe, like, he brushed her hand yeah. in passing. Um, but that could be a tie to right. the VMA, or to the Met Galas. I know. Regardless of the color. Yeah. But, do you know, remember that first photo we saw of them when they were hanging out, getting breakfast on the balcony? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the color Jeremy. t-shirt she's wearing? I don't. <laughs> That exact same pink. Really? That exact same look pink. Look at that. Yeah. So you guys go look at Google Nashville, Taylor, See, and Joe. That, that makes sense to me that she would remember that photo and decide to highlight that color. I don't know if I really stand by the 15 Taylors theory as we discussed where it's like a literal yes. reading of the 15. Like, I'm sure she purposely put 15 there because there's 15 tracks. And I wonder if the songs will play into her reputations, per se, but I don't know yes. if it'll be, like, perfect yes. marriage. I think there might be, like, a tie to it, maybe, like, a clue or a yeah. reference, but I don't think the songs are going to be exactly yeah. that. Because I just, I mean, so yes. I've been, like, stalking some secret sessioners to see what they like on Tumblr, you know, yes. getting some clues. And I know they're sworn to secrecy, so, you know, a lot of them just don't bother. But it's interesting to see what they have been liking, and it seems like what I've surmised is that these songs have to be, like, very interconnected. We're getting these songs out of context. Like, I think the album will make sense more It'll together. It'll tell a story. Yeah. And right now we have the first track. We have the sixth track. We have the eighth track. There are so yeah. many... That- there's so much of the story missing. I know. And so I think that's why, one, they sound so different from each other. And two, why people are sort of tripping over themselves to explain the song. The problem is that Taylor isn't necessarily writing like she usually does. No. Like, I don't think these songs are necessarily the same diary entry, like, coded messages like the ma- sort of we're not, we're not getting maple lattes. Yeah. We're not getting that kind of stuff. I know. So I don't know if it's going to be a literal reading, but I think it'll be, like, Taylor singing her truth through either these the lenses of The media's perspective. Yeah. Like, how the media would twist it into a story. Yeah, that's, like, my reach. Is yes. like No. <laughs> I think that makes the most sense out of everything. Yeah. Because, like, I love that theory of, like, the 15 dailyers because that's what everyone's, right. like, grasped onto. That makes the most sense. I know, and it's I know she liked this post on Tumblr recently saying Taylor is purposely blurring the lines between real and fake and probably having a blast watching everyone try and figure it out. And I think that is like if I was Taylor and I was, you know, beaten down by the media and the general public, the last thing I'd want to do is come out with an album where they can then make the same criticisms, where they can have the same complaints and just roll their eyes over her same tired tropes. And so I think she probably is obviously writing her song still, but she's now doing it from a a new perspective or a new angle where she's allowed to kind of 
set the media against itself and now they're like struggling to know how to digest this new Taylor. Yeah, because we have Ready For It and the whole like twist of that is that she's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Look what you made me do is she plays the victim. Yeah. You know, and so many others. And yeah. then Gorgeous is a lot of people are like, she cheated on Callahan. I know. Because a lot of people like during yeah. the Met Gala when she was dancing with Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. and then she dated Tom Hiddleston right yeah. after they were like, oh no, Taylor's cheated on Calvin. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of gossip about that because mm-hmm. she went from like thanking you know Adam at her last awards show to then breaking up suddenly and clearly with a little bit of spite because of the way Calvin reacted later mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah I think there's meat to this idea that Taylor isn't going to be giving us these like she's not going to give us hidden messages in her album notes anymore she's relying on fans to tell people explicitly who these songs are about which she's never done before and she's going to have these magazines where we'll be able to like see her perspective on them, but not as filtered by the media. So I think it's sort of a new Taylor. A new era. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She warned us. She said the old Taylor's dead. And I think she means that the way of writing, the way of sharing her art is changed. How open she was. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think it's going to be you know, a lot more satire. A lot of the songs might have a lot of truth in them, but they might also have a lot of generalized details that'll kind of show how she's been warped by the media and no one believes her truth anyway, so why not play into the media and let them trip over themselves trying to (laughs) decode what cannot be decoded? Well, Mama Swift at one of the sessions was like, I see these stories about Taylor. Yeah. And it's not the Taylor I know. Where does this come from? I know. So it'll be interesting to see how the album plays out. Like, I'm very excited, and this song just made me want it now. Like, oh I'm so ready for it. I'm so ready for it, and I was so <laughs> jealous of everyone who I know. already listened to it. There are 300 people out there. <laughs> 300. 300. More to come, probably. Yes. Well, so, you know, she dropped Gorgeous, and you posted online your reaction video. <laughs> yes, it I was, did. So tell me, what was your reaction? Well, so I I was excited for a new song, and I was home alone, actually, so I had time to just prep mentally, spiritually, emotionally for a new Taylor, and I decided to do the reaction video because when I heard Look What You Made Me Do, I straight up flipped out, and I was like, man, I hope that happens again, and it was a different sort of flip out because... Like, it was very different, but at the same time, it was very, like, familiar Taylor, you know? Like, it was, like, Enchanted 2017, like... A sexier the romantic, version. Yeah, much sexier version. Oh, yes. Infirmature, like, sorry. <laughs> but I thought it was just, like, a fun song. The criticisms I've seen since hearing it for the first time, I can see their side of it. But I don't know. How did you feel about it? So, um, I wanted to text you, but I we had already talked about how you like to just, you know, just soaking everything and you listen to it over and over over again so I gave you your space but I listened to it at 11 o'clock at first I was very frustrated because I'd pre-ordered the album which should have automatically like loaded it didn't it it gave me a preview of like the song which I was upset with I had to go to Apple Music and download it on Apple Music (laughs) so I I had this like frustration and and, like angst already yeah so I was kind of like rolling my eyes like dumb iTunes, let's get this done. <laughs> and then it started playing, and I was just like, oh my gosh, yes, I know. yes. Like, I could just see, my first flash of it was, I could see this on the radio. Like, oh, being yeah. played in the club. Like, this is a song that, like, everyone can relate to. Yeah. No matter if you're a boy, if you're a girl, like, you can relate to this. 
I know. It's a little, it's like very vibey, you know, like, I don't know. It just like makes me want to be like in a car driving with my girlfriends talking about how annoying it is that the guy like won't give me the time of day. Like that's, that literally it channeled me right there to where I'm like, man, this song would have been perfect for this moment, this moment, this moment, this dude, this guy. (laughs) So it was like, definitely, as I was listening to it, I was like, man, this is Taylor's most relatable song. Mm -hmm. Like, hands down across the board I think it's like the one that makes her seem most human like like my best friend yeah it's sort of it's exactly a lot of people complain that oh my gosh this is so immature like come on Taylor grow up just say hi to the guy but I'm like I think everyone's kidding themselves if they've never had a moment where they're like crushing so hard on someone that either you can't have or shouldn't want yes and feeling like this angst about it you know mm-hmm. and like I love the way that it was written one of the first things that like popped up and we'll get into it was like, like who's it about who's it about who's it about yeah. who's it about I read an article about it being about Tom Hiddleston and it like today I read yeah. the article yeah it's making the media look really dumb because Taylor straight up told her fans who this song was about the fans told the world yes and the media is still like I saw this article today it was like sorry Tom and Calvin but Taylor doesn't think you're gorgeous and it's like I'm sorry. Like, why are you dragging them into this? Why do you use them as, like, these little clickbaits? Yeah, and you're just, you're so thirsty to, like, talk about Taylor, but then anytime you talk about Taylor, you're still exacerbating the problem. Yeah. It's like they're so... Well, what I loved was that when that person's, that person said, Taylor can tell me, told us that we could say this. Yeah. You know, this song is about her loving boyfriend of a year. Yeah. They've been dating a year. So that kind I of know. like puts into perspective that when she went to his October 14th, 2016 um, video premiere mm-hmm. of the Billy's yeah, Lynn's Billy Yada Long, Nana, that they Long. were a couple. It's been a oh, year. Yeah. They were a couple by then. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if they've officially like DTR'd right. then, but <laughs> yeah. they were like filling yeah. things out. Oh, well, this is good to know. Yeah. But I think talk we should talk about Gorgeous because like her her singles haven't been that well reviewed. You know, out of the park with 1989, she had some really well received. By fans, all of her songs oh, yeah. were well received, but Right. Not by critics necessarily. Yeah, so critically, it just hasn't been that well received. I think a lot of people are frustrated by either Taylor's quote-unquote immature lyrics or they just don't carry the same weight as some of her other classics. They're annoyed by the sound production or bothered by this like shift in Taylor's sound from 1989 to this. They feel like it's derivative. They feel like it's a step back for her. A few people loved it. I mean, like, Variety thought it was enchanting. Rolling Stone found it wistful. And, like, EW thought it was the best of the three. I thought it was interesting that a lot of the critics were talking about the production of the song. Because when I first heard the song, that's what I was thinking about. I wasn't necessarily reading or hearing the lyrics. I was thinking about how it sounded. And I think that's part of what Taylor's playing with is this, like, new sound. New sound. Well, she's recreating herself all over again. Yeah. fourth time she did it like she I did know. country she did like the indie pop country with red then she did 1989 and now we're on to rap right like, she's continuously yeah recreating herself and she's done it quite successfully yeah. i think that this album will be like well received but we're 
She's giving us a taste of three different sounds and kind of getting us used to the sounds right. of the music and the production of yeah, it all. Yeah, she's easing us she's into it. She's easing us into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is the old Taylor's dead, you know? She's been killed off. She's rising again like she always does, and I think that can, means can a new you sound. imagine gorgeous Victoria's Secret models walking the runway to gorgeous? <laughs> that's true. Yes. yes. This will be a great This will Sorry, be that was just a random part. thought. No, you know? it's true because... I think a lot of people are waiting for those, like, gut-wrenching songs, right? Like, especially since the Secret Sessioners have all been like, this is the best album. It's better Lyrically, than yeah. Lyrically equivalent to it's Speak It's gonna now. cut you. And I'm like, I'm I have, like, I like these songs. I do. They're but fun. But I haven't slipped my wrist over No. <laughs> yeah. I, even in this song, I was, like, waiting for that lyric that would just, like, take my breath away. And I just, I didn't feel it. Like, I don't know. I just... Maybe I am expecting too much. Like, maybe they've talked it up too much. Or maybe I love all too well way too much. I was just thinking <laughs> that, too. A lot of people have that, that relationship with a certain album. Like, right. some people are diehard, like, Speak Now fans. Yeah. Diehard Red fans. And I feel like you have that relationship with the album. And it means something to you. Because, like, I don't know. Like, with Red, it was just spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Right. I think some people' reputation will speak to them. Yeah. I don't know if it's spoken to me yet. Once the album <laughs> yeah. is released, I, you will know. Right. I, I don't think people should be making any speculations about the album based off of these three singles. That I know. Are think about like 1989. You had "Welcome to New York." Yes. You had "Out of the Woods," and I think "Style" were the three promo singles after "Shake It Off." Those songs are very different too. People hate it on at least Welcome to New York and a little bit <laughs> Out of the Woods. <clears throat> Me. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just like, we have to just take it as it comes and let Taylor do her thing. And I think the best Trust part... Trust Taylor. She I knows know. what she's doing. And the best part of these secret sessions have yes. been seeing how happy she is. Oh my gosh, she's so Like, I'm such love. a cheese ball, she's but she's so glowing. Happy. I know. <laughs> I can't talk about it. I'll start tearing up. <laughs> But what is your lineup for the three Reputation songs? Oh my gosh, so far? why are you doing this? No, to me? I need to know. Um, I keep flipping back and forth. So the thing is, I, <laughs> if I didn't have a music video for "Look What You Made Me Do," yeah. it might be different. Really? Yeah, so that's I like fair. "Look What You Made Me Do" one, mm-hmm. but give or take the music video. If it wasn't there, I don't think I would like it. Then I like it's kind of like one, two, three. The ones she's released. Oh really? Yeah, but I can't get "Gorgeous" out of my head. I know. So that might very well rise yeah. up to the first slot in like the next week because. Right. I can. I was on the airplane today, and I think the person next listening. to me was like annoyed because I was like gorgeous, and yeah. it like it's true. It's it sort of has a head. smoother sound than yes. the other two. It's not as it's easy on the ears. And yeah. I think I'll listen to it a lot more. It's rising up there. It might, be, <laughs> it might be in second place right now. Yeah, it might be. Look what you made me do, gorgeous and. Are you ready for it? Yeah. I would do Look What You Made Me Do, Gorgeous, and then Ready For It. Okay, so we're kind of like yeah. on the same page. Yeah. Okay. I love Look What You Made Me Do. I don't think either of them will ever top it. I just thought it was such a juicy and wonderful little morsel. Mm-hmm. Ready For It is more, I don't know what mood I want to be in when I'm listening to Ready For It. Whereas At Gorgeous, I'm like, oh I'll yeah. i working out and listening to <laughs> That's it. That's true. That's a good time. But... Yeah, so I think we can get into this song a little more. Let's go, like, through the lyrics, and then yeah. we'll get into that. It's actually... Should I read them? Yeah. Yeah, let's read it. And, okay. of course, like, stop it when you want to talk. Yes, so we start out, you should take it as a compliment that I get drunk and make fun of the way you talk. I just... I, this song is so fun. Like, clearly she's having so much fun with it. I think people wanted it to be more serious. They wanted it to be enchanted. They wanted it to have that emotion of, like, 
teardrops or you belong with yeah. me but this is like a funny song you guys no, it like it really is, is so funny when i heard these lyrics i was like giggling because they're just so fun well, like one thing that i loved is that this is the first time in while she's been singing that she has referenced drinking oh i know like, I, but as soon as she did it i was like oh my gosh yes. this she's is gonna crazy. be a 28 year old woman like <laughs> yes she has wine we've heard yeah. about that in, in the secret sessions and I she know. drinks like yeah. Sue her. Not only know. gets not only drinks, she gets drunk. She gets, she gets drunk and makes drunk. fun of people. And which she is hilarious. Has a thing for European men. We know this. <laughs> yeah. She's dated Harry. She's dated um she's Calvin. Gal- Calvin, Tom, Tom and now Joe. She loves it. <laughs> she's the, gone international. She loves the accent. Yeah. So of course like She's like making. I don't know if yeah. she made fun to fun of to his face because <laughs> she obviously could not talk to him. Yeah, and then she says, "You should think about the consequence of your magnetic field being a little too strong." Oh, I love this line. It's a little bit sexy. Yeah, I'm and just... it's like a clever, fun, smart way to say like, "Wow, I can't stop looking at you." You're you know? the magnet, and I'm the metallic <laughs> element, and yeah. you're pulling me to you. I cannot resist. Yeah, which you know. Yeah. It's a little, it comes a little problem, problematic. Right. Because, and I got a boyfriend, he's older than us, he's in the club doing I don't know what. Like, okay, this is such a nice dig at Calvin. Yes. Like, it's, it's clean, it's ferocious, and it just gets the job done. You yes. know, she dresses him down in exactly two lines, and I loved it. You know who it is. At first yes. people are like, but wait, like, it has to be about Tom, because... <laughs> She was dating Tom right before she dated Joe. I mean, if she's talking about a book club, like, maybe I'd believe that. But this is clearly, like, he's in the club doing something shady, not hanging out with his girlfriend. And he could just be being a DJ, but... That's true. We do have to, like, bring into the fact, like, why wasn't he at the Met Gala? That's true. That was right when they started having problems. Where was he? Was he he in the club doing who knows what? (laughs) Yeah. And then she says, you're so cool, it makes me hate you so much. She loves... The cool boys. I know. She loves the cool boys. Like, in um, in Fearless, she says, but you're so cool wearing your hands through your hair. And then she talks about James Dean and style. James <laughs> Dean is, like, literally the He's coolest. The yeah. And she hasn't really had a lot of um, luck with these cool boys she's dated. Right. So, like... Well, I think that's the thing is people always roll their eyes when Taylor tries to pretend she's not cool or she's not popular or she's not famous. But it's like, you can't help, like, your insecurities. Like she said in her Vogue interview, like, the things she carries with her from her childhood is her insecurities. And those are things that you can't shake, you no. know? So She cannot shake that off. Guys. Yeah. So it's like, it's understandable that she is this awkward person who doesn't know how to interact when there's a new shiny thing in her way. She's like, oh, what do I do? And she has a boyfriend, so I'll allow her awkwardness here. I need her awkwardness. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel better about myself. I know. Um, so then she says, whiskey on ice, sunset and vine, you've ruined my life by not being mine. Now my question is, mm-hmm. I know she likes her wine, is whiskey on ice his drink or her drink of choice? I think it's hers. Hasn't she mentioned that? I don't know. I don't know either. And honestly... <laughs> I, I think it's kind of sexy much, if yeah. it's her drink of choice. Yeah. And, and sunset and vine... That is the cross streets to the theater where she saw yes, yes, that yes, movie yes. with her mom. Billy's long, long walk, wonderful walk no, of fame, sadness. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, she saw that. Cause, like, she sat when, through that. When you, she needed the whiskey and ice to get through that. <laughs> Let's watch it before we like <laughs> yeah. give any. Like, You're right. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sure it was good. 
So, like, that also, like, when, like, you look at Sunset and Vine, a lot of people are like, oh, that's a reference to Hollywood. Like, she just makes it. She, she put it in lyrics. there, yeah. She watched the video there. But yeah. not only did she go to his screening, mm-hmm. she liked him so much that she saw it a second time. <laughs> okay, that's that clearly is obsession. love. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool, too, this line, because, yeah, like we talked about, she mentions drinking, and it just proves she's growing up. She's not pretending that she's not famous. She's she's not pretending she doesn't go to these clubs and, like, hang out at Sunset in Hollywood and, like, have drinks with famous people. Like, she's owning up to it. And I think that shows a new maturity for her. And, like, I thought this song was a big step up as far as sounds and emotions go because you do have Enchanted where she meets a guy and then writes this, like, oh, please don't be in love with someone else. And this is, like damn, I want you, you yeah. know? Because <laughs> then she goes into the chorus where she says, you're so gorgeous, I can't say anything to your face because look at your face, and I'm so furious at you for making me feel this way, but what can I say? You're gorgeous. I'm dancing aloud yeah. for this. <laughs> it's irresistible. It's so relatable because I've been in this situation, I remember being at like a function where this guy was so gorgeous, like <laughs> my friends were like, just go up and talk to him, and I was like, "Yeah, no. And when I did try and talk to him, like, I was, like, <laughs> falling over my feet, and I couldn't get the words yeah. out of my mouth, and he is so gorgeous, and, like, you're just so mad because, like, you might, like, Taylor, Taylor is, like, I know, like, she seems awkward, but she also, like, is this famous person right. who can get anything she wants. Yeah. And so the fact that, like, a guy is what's kind of, like, bringing her, like, weight yeah. to her knees, it's kind of cute. It is. And, and I think it is more relatable, and I think you do have this shared experience with Taylor listening to this where you're like oh my gosh yes like I want something beautiful and that's you Taylor you know <laughs> you're like I'm furious like look at you we well, should hang so out I just say that um I messaged her and I put it on <laughs> Tumblr and I said um I said something along the lines that like if we ever meet I couldn't say anything to your face <laughs> Because look at your face. You're yeah. gorgeous. She didn't message me Oh, back. dang it. <laughs> I well, it that was... just means that she can't handle talking I know, to you. I'm so gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, the great thing about this is, one, the production of the song allows it to just smoothly transition from verse to chorus, which hasn't been true of Look What You Made Me Do and Ready For It. There's different sounds mm-hmm. in where it's sort of like... This is a cohesive sound. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just flows, and you're just in the vibe. You're just feeling that tune. And I think... The sound is what, like, makes this song for me because the lyrics, you know, she rhymes face with face. And, like, I can understand She's the criticism. Eminem. <laughs> right. Because Eminem does the same thing. That's true. I'm not saying... Well, a lot of people have lazy rhymes, so I'm not blaming Taylor for it. But a lot of people are like, wow, she really gave up on this song. But I think there's strength here and it might be in the music and the production of it because also can we talk about that ding like Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> I'm picturing her picturing her in her little tutu doing the ding yeah I don't know it was so fun when it happened I loved it more than the pin clip so I wasn't with my husband at the time mm-hmm. and I texted him and I was like have you listened to the song like what do you like about it and my husband doesn't he likes songs but he doesn't analyze it and look into it like the production <laughs> value like we did right and he texted me back and said I really like it. And that ding. <laughs> yes. That ding is like amazing. Like, But then we go into the second verse. You should take it as a compliment that I'm talking to everyone here but you. And you should think about the consequence of you touching my hand in the darkened room. And it's like, oh. Ooh, you know, this is just 
Tissa Taylor being sexy. Yeah. Like, she... I would not say 1989 was sexy. Yeah, not really. But this is, like, this whole... Like, you can picture it. It's just... Yeah. The fact that, like, someone... Something that's not very sexual, touching a hand, makes her, like, have to second-guess herself, being like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like, I'm in a relationship, like... You're and uh, touching my hand makes me want to like do yeah. things that I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like she's entered this morally gray area as no, a performer. Yeah. This is the first song where she's not necessarily being a good, the girl. good girl. Yeah, <laughs> but but she still is. Right. I don't think this song is a in any way saying she did cheat. No. I think this is it's humanizing a she her. Had. It yeah. is humanizing her because I'm sure a lot of us have been in relationships where like you know someone catches your eye and you're like. yeah like (laughs) yeah it's like capturing that like not only the butterflies but that like sudden sickening angst you have when you're like oh wait I can't have that I know and then he um she goes on and says if you've got a girlfriend I'm jealous of her but if you're single that's honestly worse because you're so gorgeous it actually hurts I think she basically like if you got a girlfriend that sex I'm jealous if you're single that's worse because that doesn't get you into trouble that doesn't give her like it gives her no reason not to be with him. Right. Even, even the fact that she has a boyfriend, that yeah. wouldn't stop her because she is, like, feeling all these, oh, like, sexy feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, she says, ocean blue eyes looking in mine. I love this next line. I feel like I might sink and drown and die. Oh. I think, obviously, this is another point for Joe because he's blue-eyed. She so. Okay, she loves her blue-eyed boy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jake, Calvin, Tom, and now Joe. And yeah. arguably, like, the light eyes. Harry had those light blue green <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Does she have a type? I don't know. I don't know. And then you have another chorus with a ding to start it off. Yeah. You're so gorgeous, I can't say anything to your face because look at your face. And look I'm so at furious face. at you for making me feel this way, but what can I say? You're gorgeous. Okay, so this... This is where we get into her bridge and um what do you so you are you every single song that we've like all too well and other songs with bridges like I out of the woods bridges. you love I know. the bridges like it's where you feel you feel everything and you're so passionate she packs things into her bridges that are just so powerful so i was really waiting for this one to like wow me and bring you home and i mean i don't know if she this bridge let's let's read it let me give you the lyrics so you make me so happy it turns back to sad there's nothing i hate more than what i can't have you're so gorgeous it makes me so mad you make me so happy it turns back to sad there's nothing i hate more than what i can't have and guess i'll just stumble on home on home to my cat so let's pause there because it does get better but that first part i was just like oh okay i was like it it didn't really wow me i was like what does it mean that you make me happy and then it turns back to sad she can't I don't know him because she can't have him. Like she's <laughs> yeah. Taylor effing Swift. That's she can true. probably have everything that she wants. Yeah. But first of all, she can't talk to him because he's so gorgeous. Second of all, she has this image to uphold, and she's <laughs> in a relationship, true. and I'm sure she doesn't want to be a cheater. Yeah. Um. So I feel like there's there's a lot of meaning behind it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it definitely gets better because this is where yeah. this song like <laughs> escalated this is for like me. A, okay. This is like kind of it just. Taylor being Taylor. Oh, it's such a Taylor moment so, because she says, says, "Yeah, I guess I'll just stumble on home to my cats alone unless you want to come along. Oh. <laughs> okay, she's making cats, like singing about cats sexy. I know. Who can do that? Taylor Swift. 
<laughs> it was so good. When I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, she just went there. Yeah. And it's like, first off, it totally takes away the, you know, generality of the song. Like, not everyone can relate to this lyric. This puts you right in Taylor's frame of mind. Like, you know, this is Taylor Swift talking. This is a Taylor Swift moment. This is how Taylor Swift thinks. And she's thinking about her cats. We go, like, right after one of her behind the scenes, she's like, I'm going to go home and eat Chinese food and be with my cats. Because she's yeah. so excited to get home to she her cats. She loves this cat. Which I understand. I'm yeah. just, and I'm sure you do too. Yeah. I'm so excited to see my dog at the end of the day. I know. And I love this part because she has these amazing background vocals where she's like, oh. ew, and then giggles. Ew. And it's just like, she thinks of everything and the layers she puts on it are why I love the song because you can listen to it once. And then you can listen to it again and discover something no. totally new. So, like, you're like, you always speak what I think. <laughs> I was on the airplane listening to this over and over again. And because it was, like, the 20th, 30th time I've listened to it, like, I was thinking about those layers and, like, how she systematically puts them there mm-hmm. and how she knows, like, not only, like, the ill, but just the background yeah. and, like, the repeating of the chorus because it puts, it just, it meshes very well together. Yeah, it all sounds so beautiful. Yes. So one thing I love about this is... Guess I'll stumble on home to my cats. She's drunk and she's I know. stumbling home. <laughs> I know. Classic I, Taylor. Who would have thought? Taylor's a drunk. That's yeah. the next one that's gonna come out. Yeah. And then she has that other epic ding. And I was I was reading on Tumblr and someone was like, Oh my gosh, this is like an oven timer. Like she just knew her last relationship was over the moment she saw him. And I was like, OMG, I wonder if she thought of that. If she did, props to her because I love that. Yeah, sometimes, like, you need, if you, you know that if you're interested in somebody else while you're dating a person, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm like, honestly well, not as into... <laughs> this is over. You know, yeah. a lot of people have, like, speculated that Tom was a publicity stunt. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, well, maybe she was really just, like, angsty over Joe the whole That's time. That's true. She... You know, but if, even if Tom wasn't, I love that Tom was her rebound boy, because usually the rebound boy, of course, doesn't last. Right. And even if she had, like, noticed Joe... She didn't, like, rush into, like, yeah. a relationship that quick, well, I don't know, with Joe. Yeah. I mean, she did break up with Calvin in 2016 and start dating someone else. Right. Second person, third yeah, person in 2016. Yeah. But you want to know what? Like, I love that, like, he wasn't her rebound. Right. That's true. And then you have the two choruses, you're so gorgeous, I can't say anything to your face because look at your face and I'm so furious at you for making me feel this way. Well, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, in the background, does it say, I'm so effing bust? <laughs> I just, I've yes. seen this rumor. I've seen it on Tumblr, on Twitter. I just, it's not there, you guys. Like, I have listened to this song. I listened to it as soon as I read this. I was like, there's no way she said that because one, it's not listed as an explicit track. And two, that wouldn't make any sense for her to just sneak in. And guys, gospel truth, she just says, I'm so furious, but she says it like I'm so furious. Really slow. Yeah. Yes. So if you're but if you're listening, so I, if you're if you if you're wanting to hear, <laughs> you need that. I'm buzz. so effing buzzed. You can hear it because I heard it and I was like, wait, shall yeah. we? And then you said, no, it's this. And I listened I to it know, again. And I was such like, a buzzkill. No, you weren't a buzzkill. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Well, okay. it's like even if you look at the pattern of her of her voiceovers, she's parodying what she said so she says gorgeous to gorgeous look at your face look at your face so why would she go off topic it's because everyone wants to see a little naughty taylor i know we're all so thirsty for that explicit track and maybe it's coming but it's not this one 
And then um, she does the other, she does the uh, chorus again, and she ends with, you are so gorgeous. Guess how many times she says gorgeous. 13. <laughs> she's just so great. She, she thinks of everything. She does. Or she's just the luckiest person. Well, 13 is pretty lucky. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but it's so fun. So those are like, that's fun. She had fun with this song. I have fun with this song too. Yeah, and I think she wrote this one by herself. Like, I think she's the sole credit on the writing part. I know she produced it with Max Martin. But I think this is her solo written track, which is exciting to see that again. Yeah. Like, I hope we get a lot of those on this album, because I'm ready to hear Taylor talk about Taylor. Me too. You know, I we were trying to, like, just dive into, like, what the songs means and which Taylor yeah. it means. But I just kept on coming back to what Ed said. Yeah. Like, if you think you have this figured out, you're wrong. I know. And I'm like, Ed, you're so right, and <laughs> you probably know everything because I think you're on the album, but... Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I'm so... Like, listening to this song just reminded me how fun it is to get new music oh, and I not know. know what to expect and but just not, hear it for the first time. I love new music, but Taylor Swift music oh, is the best because I just put so much... I know. So, this... I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. We've got we've gotten three songs. Yes. Two of the songs have been about her newest relationship, Joe. Do yeah. you think that she's going to be covering Calvin or Tom? I don't know because someone like commented from the Secret Sessions, of course, was talking about this song, but they said something like Taylor told us if they're to tell the media that this is about Joe because if they're expecting her to sing about boyfriends from years ago, it's just not happening. And I was like, oh. I was like, was look at what you made me do, just like the call out to everybody and then like. I know. Because I was ready for those like dishes to be served. Me too. But speaking (laughs) of like Ed Sheeran, she's been jealous of him in the past because he's able to write these beautiful love songs while he's in love. And for the past year, she's been in love. That's true. And maybe Calvin wasn't her muse. Maybe Tom wasn't her muse. But Joe yeah. was her muse. Yeah, I just I inspired this whole album. Well, I heard that there's one track that made everyone cry, and for once it wasn't a breakup song. Yeah. It's a love song. Yeah. So... And maybe, you know, like, she does say in Ready For It, she's, she's like, she's forgotten all the other guys. I know. So that might have been the clue is, like, people, there's not going to be any Dang Tom, <laughs> there's not going to be any Calvin, like, yeah. come on. I know. So we'll see. She probably has songs written about them, but yeah. that just didn't make the cut. Which is very mature of Taylor. And yes. honestly, if the media rails on her for it, I'll be very disappointed in them oh. because they made her do this. We're not getting our hateful album We're I wanted. We're not getting like any Dear John. Yeah. Which I guess is fine because she's happy. So like whatever. I, I want Taylor Swift <laughs> to be happy. Yeah. But this will give us like a clue into one thing that they, people have been worried about is that when she's in love... She's not going to have these killer songs. Right. So this album will kind of give us a... We'll get to know. Yeah. I was like, when Taylor's married... I know. What is she going to write about? (laughs) I know. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I'm... So, like, Secret Sessions had a lot of, like, drama to them. Oh, yeah. Is it time for the... I think it's... Is it time for the tea? I think it's time for the tea. (laughs) Yeah. This was good. This is why I love when Taylor does stuff, because obviously there's always hate about Taylor, but I love it. When something Taylor does herself actually causes just a firestorm around her. Yes. And, and it happened. So it kind of started brewing up. I would say, like, right when she kind of teased the, the song with the baby clip, <laughs> there were people on social media that were like, 
oh my gosh, you guys will never know who the baby is because yeah. there's a story behind it, and I know, and you won't know. Yeah. <laughs> so there is already this, like, tension that building up between the sessioners yeah. and the non-sessioners. Right. And they were just... And that person who, tw- who tum- like, tweeted or posted that on Tumblr, I was like, okay, you're, that's, that's ridiculous. Really like, that's yeah. not what Taylor would want you to do. Like, yeah. what would Taylor do? And then mm. once the song dropped... Harm back be here uh-huh. user on tumblr she said the kids sang gorgeous at the beginning i think is my favorite part but taylor i mean it's just too cute who is that <laughs> and taylor reblogged and posted 300 people know i saw this and i thought it was so funny i, I really like, did you imagine it in her voice yeah i just i mean i could see why people were upset by it because people got real upset and i think one reason why they did get real upset is because she deleted it and they're like oh shoot she knows she did something wrong yeah like i was thinking like maybe she was it was it was like midnight one o'clock and she might have been drunk he might have had (laughs) on some whiskey on ice or you know some wine and so like so there was i don't even know how people know this because i know but someone had someone messaged us and was like well like someone um said that she went back to edit it to say p.s it's blake and ryan's baby but then realized it was too late and she deleted it and i said yeah. oh well, like where is this yeah what's your source what what post yeah oh i just heard it and i was like, <laughs> like okay. okay i mean it could be blake and ryan's baby because yeah. they're so close but you know like what did you think about that what did you think about the drama behind that well so i just Maybe I just think I understand Taylor too much cuz I honestly just you're think her best she's friend. I am. She's your I know. Best friend. She doesn't know it yet, but um I just think she's a sarcastic person and she's a little snarky and she has this like funny sense of humor and that has gotten her into trouble with her songs, with her promo before, and now it's getting her into trouble with some fans because they took it as sort of petty or catty and how she was playing favorites. Like the exclusive cop. Yeah. Cop, like, you you'll know. never know. But to yeah. me, it was just like, obviously we'll find out. Like, I have no doubt that we'll find out who this baby is. Because one, you'll have the liner notes where she credits like every weird sound on her album. And also, you'll have these magazines. I'm sure there's something in there. Or, I really feel like Secret Sessioners don't have to keep secrets for life. Like, I think it's just until the album comes out. Yeah. So, I just think everyone needs to just, like, chill for a sec. It's and a baby. also, yeah. I did not care whose baby it was. I like, didn't I either don't. until, like, people were like, nah, 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 nah. I know you don't. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, calm down. Right. Calm down. Yeah. And one thing that I thought too is like, maybe it's because they know the story behind the baby and it's so amazing, but I was like, <laughs> like what's the story going to be? Why do you want to know? Like, like some people just, it could be her talking. You know, sometimes yeah. when you go into like the music studio, you can manipulate the voice. <laughs> right. so, Snapchat like, lets you have a baby voice. Exactly. So I was just kind of like, obviously there's a story behind that, but still yeah. like, let's not get all up in arms. Right. And then Taylor came out and had to she clarified yeah. it. Um, Which you told me about. I did told I actually posted on our notes, and you were like, oh my gosh. Like, was where? like wait, breaking yeah. news, what? <laughs> so she said, OMG. <laughs> I was joking around because it was calm, and in my head it was like, mysterious, lighthearted, teasing your friend. But then I read it back and was like, oh, I see how that came off. <laughs> Point being, I'm trying to meet as many of you as humanly possible, and I'd never be like that i kind of like this because i feel like she's putting us in our place a and she's not bit. apologizing right i she did not say sorry because yeah. she had nothing to apologize yeah, she's for like you guys are you guys are making me not like 
the media already drove her away, so let's not like have the fans drive her away because yeah. she doesn't have to invite 300 people into her home. She doesn't have to let them listen to her album and tell them cool facts about it. Yeah. So like everyone just needs well, to like understand she's doing things she doesn't need to. What I loved about this was like, you know, Gorgeous is so relatable. Yeah. Like I don't know how many times we've said that, but Gorgeous is relatable. Yeah. I was also like, oh my gosh, I have posted said done things that I didn't mean to be taken yeah. badly, but they have. And I was yeah. like, Taylor, I'm relating to you so hard right, right. now. Right. She's human. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Come on, Tay Tay. Now you had said that like she invited three hundred people into her home. She didn't mm-hmm. need to do that. She trusted that. Yeah. There's been a bit of drama with I know. That. This is why we can't have nice things, people. Like please. So if you tuned into our live session, um, like last um, October twelfth, you had mentioned that someone stole soap <laughs> out of the nineteen eighty nine like the live stream. Yeah, they and did. Na- and no one really posted about it. Right. But I think it's a guy. A guy stole like her ledger for a game. That's so weird. I think it was so weird. He probably they probably thought that like oh this is like she's not gonna miss this, which she probably doesn't. But then her it's sister weird. reposted it, which I was like. <laughs> bad thing because she's probably gonna put two and two together and that guy's gonna right. be blacklisted like yeah. don't steal something from taylor swift like <laughs> don't steal period don't but steal, also... you're leaving you little klepto you're yeah. leaving with merch right like hundreds of dollars of yes, merch. hundreds of dollars of merch why do you need that <laughs> steal soap oh my yeah. gosh okay so you know how much i love spoilers I know. I love it. But I I'm, hate it. No, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I am like, I love like clues because, you know, Taylor gives so many clues. I right. love clues. But somebody, they like released the titles of the tracks. Yeah. And everyone was all up in arms with it. And I was like, okay, if you're up in arms with it, like that's fine. But the other people who were mad were like, yeah, this is what he, they said it was. It's like, <laughs> yeah. don't repost like, it. Let's not keep let's, sharing. Let's not like, like bat the fire. Let's not fan the flame. Someone from a secret session kind of like, you know, called it out, being like, no, you got it all wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. calm down. And it's like, guys, we have less than 20 days. Like, honestly, just cool your jets and just yes. wait it out, please. And don't ruin it for people who are, she'll be in Nashville with. <clears throat> yeah. Us, cross your fingers. <laughs> Nashville or, like, L.A., don't yeah. ruin it. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people have been oversharing yeah. on the web, like, with the secret sessions. It's hard. It'd be hard to be 15 and holding all that in. Oh, my gosh. That's why you go to your therapist. <laughs> so congrats. You tell your therapist every- everything because they cannot say That's anything. That's true. That's a I'm good resource. <laughs> but we're getting close to the end, and I'm so oh excited gosh. because, like, like... 20 days? I know. Clearly, we don't know what to expect, no. and she continues to surprise and shower us with blessings upon blessings. So I am so excited, and I think we can all just... Stay strong, you know, just survive this and we'll come through it together. All those who arrive will survive. Yeah. (laughs) But I guess next time we'll just have to see what else happens, if anything. We're going to have so much more, I think. I know. It's the the promotional period is revving up. She's running out of days to get people talking about her, so I'm sure she won't shut up. If we don't, next time, if we don't have a song to sing about, (laughs) you know, sing along with, we will have... Gossip. Gossip galore. Yes. Yes. I know. I can't wait. Me neither. But until then, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor, you're gorgeous. You're gorgeous.